Hi, pros. Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising, tell it like it is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash S. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Drybarcomedy.com slash S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We, What's your name, sir? I, I just said, Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills, and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation, it's not just a podcast, it's a movement. And this is episode 240. Amateur Nation cannot be shamed enough. On today's episode, boycott the rainbow, what the hell is with women's voices nowadays, and this weekend, things that make you go, hmm. Plus, as always, a la carte and three pro things. Pro Nation first, shouts out to at Zeb22 and at Naomi5 on Truth Social. Scott Werdebaugh, I hope I'm saying your name right, sir, checking me out on Facebook. And Gisele Luis Colon-Ariano, uh, Emma Jackson, and Real Young Grev following me on Instagram. Your post of the week, before we get started, from Sean Davis on Instagram. I love this. If you want to know how much the ruling regime hates you, remember that they refuse to spend $7 billion to build a border wall and then refuse to cut you a check for $2,000 after it locked you in your house, banned your kids from school, and got you fired from work over a virus which it paid the Chinese Communist Party to create. Meanwhile, the country that paid off the Biden family gets $150 billion, and you're not even allowed to ask why. And before we launch into the three topics, a sad note. If you're a regular listener of this show, you know I like to keep things interesting and often I like to add levity to certain topics by throwing in funny and or fitting audio drops. 
from various TV shows and movies now and then. One of my favorite sources is from the TV show King of the Hill. I'm sad to report that the voice of Dale Gribble, Hank Hill's conspiracy fanatical neighbor and friend, voiced by Johnny Hardwick, died at age 64 recently. No evidence of foul play or cause of death has been determined. You're asking me if I have theories? <laughs> Rest in peace, Dale. And you too, Johnny. I'll try to throw in as many Dale drops as I can in today's episode. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Perhaps you had better start from the beginning. Step one. Topic number one. Taste the rainbow. The very specific rainbow. Nike. Target, Bud Light, Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben's. Is, is Land Lakes butter? Is, is that still allowed? The Washington Redskins, the Cleveland Indians, Adidas, Sephora, Oreos, Maybelline. The list goes on and on when it comes to amateur companies that are either going woke and or diving headfirst into the trans, rather, trends-gendered programming and propaganda. Now, it's Skittles. Skittles! This story from the Daily Wire, but found everywhere. Skittles is facing backlash after images of its pride packaging featuring pro-trans statements went viral on social media. Fucking assholes! The candy packaging that Skittles advertises on its website features slogans such as Joy is Resistance and Black Trans Lives Matter. Skittles, which is owned by Mars, partnered with GLAAD, a media monitoring organization that espouses radical gender theory, to reveal the packaging for Pride Month earlier this year. Uh, time out. Joy is resistance. Now, does that sound like a normal advertising slogan to you? For candy? For anything? Towards kids? Yes, I know adults eat candy and Skittles in particular, but if you think, well, that's how marketing has evolved, well, you're an amateur. The article continues, this past June was the fourth year Skittles partnered with GLAAD to support the LGBTQ community by amplifying and celebrating their stories. According to its website, Skittles said it will donate $1 for every Skittles pride pack sold to GLAAD in support of their ongoing efforts to work through media to combat anti-LGBT discrimination. So they're going to donate a dollar for every Skittles pride pack sold. I'm dying to know, A, how much money total does that come to, and did it indeed go there? Again, does that sound normal to you for candy to have a social stance on anything? Funny how all these companies never do anything for our veterans. On its website, Skittles also promised, uh, promoted a podcast called Query hosted by Cameron Esposito, who focuses on LGBT topics and activism. Stay tuned for a special Pride-themed miniseries of Query, where we dive deeper into queer storytelling and the artists that have designed this year's Skittles Pride Packs. Oh, I'm sure that's compelling podcasting. A whole episode devoted to the artists that designed the Skittles Pride Pack. I have a question about queer storytelling. If you're gay or curious or if you're closeted, which frankly, why would anyone be closeted in this day and age? Not only are gay people not oppressed, despite what they're telling you, they do indeed get special privileges, parades, months, along with government and spokesperson jobs, as you have seen. 
And now candy isn't safe. And of course, gay amateur nation will say, but you saw the backlash towards Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah, that was less about him being trans, which he is not, and more about having needless sexuality thrown in our faces, which indeed insulted women everywhere. Dylan Mulvaney never acted like a real, everyday, biological woman, but rather an over-the-top, spastic, dumb teenage girl, which was more of a parody of what a young girl would be like. This failed entertainer first was gay, then wanted to be and act like a little girl, then all of a sudden he's trans, now he says he's a lesbian, and now he also wants to be pregnant. How much attention will the world give to this amateur? No wonder he's an ignoranus. What's that? Why was it okay for Bud Light to show women in bikinis and masculine men back in the day? Oh, you mean when the world was sane and there were clearly defined gender roles? Don't forget, plenty of real women were in beer ads before Dylan Mulvaney infected the industry too. It was also okay because, and listen carefully, although homosexuality is certainly accepted and normalized in today's world, and sadly homosexuals are given special treatment, don't tell me they're not... Gay TV networks, gay shows, gay agendas on several dozen products that are advertised. The gay population is indeed still a minority. The trans population is indeed an even smaller minority. And the real trans population, an even smaller minority than that. And sadly, as someone who has many gay friends, and no, that's not a blanket statement, I lived in Los Angeles in the entertainment industry and continue to work in the entertainment industry in Ohio. I do know gay entertainers and trans people. Sorry, but you're not the norm. Not the norm. Doesn't make you bad people until you cry and scream oppression and demand special days, months, and privileges. What's that? Why is it okay for heterosexuality to be prevalent in advertising? Were you not listening? It's the majority, gay, minority, trans, even smaller minority, despite everyone, including your mailman, identifying as trans. I love this part of the article. Listen up. For a short time in 2020, Skittles gave up the rainbow that famously dons its colorful packaging for a black and white package to give the rainbow back to the LGBTQ community for Pride Month. Because apparently, rainbows belong to gay people. I remember as recently as, say, hmm, 1995, I was driving to my radio station job at WMMS in Cleveland. And I saw a car with a rainbow bumper sticker, and I had no idea what that meant. I remember thinking, okay, so you like rainbows. No words, just a rainbow? Who doesn't like a rainbow? I had it explained to me and remember thinking, well, that's dumb. If anything, why not a banana or a taco or a banana inside a taco? At least I could put two and two together, whatever. But not to get too far off topic. Why gay pride? Why not just be gay and be? Why not heterosexual pride? Again, heterosexuality is the majority, the norm. I get it. If you're gay or trans, you're different. And I've always respected that. What you do is your business. But gay pride has somehow regretfully, to the pros and the gay population that is, evolved into kink and now raunchy and trans and maps, minor attracted persons, and all associated propaganda in that everything and anything you do sexually is okay, even with kids. And here comes the stickler, it's targeted towards kids. And for pronation, that's a hard pass. I also am not so unfeeling to not understand that maybe you as a gay adult 
just may have had a hard time coming to terms with your homosexuality and may have seen some hardship along the way. But does this justify targeting children now? What? You want to make it easier for the children if they struggle? Hey, you survived. Why is it your job to educate and program other people's children? Easy answer. It's not. And Amateur Nation says, really? You think Skittles will turn your kids gay? What are you afraid of? No, Skittles won't turn America's kids gay. But when Sephora has a man pretending to be a woman, same with Bud Light, Target has preteen gay and trans clothing engineered to hide their genitals, same with all the companies that preach this theme towards kids, not adults, who have critical thinking, but kids who are easily influenced. After you constantly chip away at a young, impressionable generation that is raised on doing the latest thing, you know, piercings, tattoos, crazy hair colors, chopping off their genitals, getting hormone replacement therapy, and after you bombard them day in and day out with movies, TV, ads, social media, that's manipulative, it's mean, it's cruel, and it's excusing your adult perversions towards kids so you can feel better about your current deviant behavior. I don't know what the heck's going on here, but someone needs to get their asses kicked. Oh, I agree. And by the way, Skittles, black trans lives matter. Not black lives, not trans lives, but black trans lives. That's a target demo rich with targets. No, trans population, true trans population, that is, people with real gender dysphoria is way less than 1% of the entire United States population. You factor in the phonies and transgendered population, you might reach 1%. Now, you factor in race, because apparently Skittles doesn't care about the Asian, Caucasian, Latin, and or Middle Eastern, Samoan, and Native American trans population. What about the black trans people with dyslexia, those who can't parallel park, the black trans amputees? But the black trans people, we're talking about a a van load of people here. They need special candy packaging. And thanks to the caring of Skittles, you know their lives are so much better now. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or just weird. By the way, remember Faye Gaptooth Johnstone, the man who identifies as trans who embarrassed Hershey's chocolate for International Women's Day? Yeah, you don't hear about this ambassador much, do ya? Boycott Skittles. Fuck the rainbow. Thanks, Captain Bring Down. By the way, amateur nation, all this homosexual trans drag queen crap shoved down our throats and into our faces daily is not making pro-nation hate gay people. Nice try. That goes in my big book of so there's. And now this. And now for step two. Topic number two. Let me be clear. I like women. Love them. I happen to be born by one. I even know what a woman is. Currently dating and living with one. When it comes to watching TV, not movies, just, you know, regular TV, for me, it's pretty much anything on Motor Trend, Drag Racing, Formula One, home improvement shows, and cooking shows since my girlfriend is a chef. Plus, I also like to cook. Having watched my fair share of home improvement shows and cooking shows, whether it's the host or the contestants or clients... I ask you this, what the hell has happened to women's voices? What the hell is going on? Everything is a question where their voice goes up or they talk way in the back of their throats like they can't get air or they wind up a sentence like a balloon being deflated and they're running out. Not all women, of course, and rarely in movies, but average everyday American women and not just girls and gay men, but women, women older than me even, Talking like they're not sure about something, 
and they're apprehensive or they're dragging out every last syllable. No, no, I got it. They sound like Jocelyn on Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I'm brainy. Uh, wait, what are we doing? I watch these home improvement and cooking shows and many, not all, but many, and I do mean many of the female hosts or the clients slash guests sound like children, dumb children. These are grown women. Long, drawn-out vowels talking in the back of their throats, speaking like they're searching for their next word. Um, everything is a question. My name is Michelle, and my husband, Ethan, and I are looking to buy our forever home. We're looking for something, here it comes, amazing, and we can't wait to begin our journey. Kill me. I would never, and I do mean never, date or marry a woman who spoke like that. I don't care how smart you may be or what you look like, no. I couldn't listen to that during sex, or even worse, if she's yelling at me or nagging me. This isn't normal. My mother speaks normally. So does my girlfriend. So do all my female friends. But I've noticed a lot of female comedians who are new to the game speak like um, sixth graders and they wonder why there are no men in the audience. It isn't because women aren't funny. It's because no one wants to hear that voice. So I Googled. I'm thinking, maybe this is my imagination. I Googled, what the hell is going on with women's voices? Dozens of articles popped up, but two in particular struck me. The first one was from NPR.com all the way back to 2015. It was titled, uh, From Upspeak to Vocal Fry, Are We Policing Young Women's Voices? Answer, yes. And you know why? Because it's annoying and unnecessary. Here's the article. Journalist Jessica Gross is no stranger to criticism of her voice. When she was co-hosting the Slate podcast, The Double X Gab Fest, she would receive emails complaining about her upspeak, a tendency to raise her voice at the end of sentences. Once an older man she was interviewing for an article in Businessweek told her that she sounded like his granddaughter. She said, that was the first moment I felt my voice was hurting my career beyond just irritating a couple listeners. Grose sought help from a voice coach in an effort to make herself sound more professional. But Stanford, shocker, Stanford linguistics professor Penny Eckert argues that women shouldn't have to change their voices to suit society. Yes, they should if they want to be taken seriously. Eckert points out that the complaints about female upspeak and vocal fry, which is a tendency to draw out the end of words or sentences with a low creaky voice, ignore the fact that men also engage in those habits. He's a sissy. There, I said that. No, no, no. You mean gay or effeminate men, and that's also equally annoying. Eckert tells Gross, people are busy policing women's language and nobody is policing older or younger men's language. Question, do you see and hear female major network news anchors talking like this? Or male news anchors doing the same? You wouldn't take them seriously. Okay, so you're not a news anchor, but the example stands. Let's say you're due for major surgery. If your surgeon, male or female, said, okay, so we're going to be cutting into your liver and it's going to be amazing, 
I'm out. Can we stop pandering and just admit that upspeak and vocal fry sounds dumb? Okay, fine, my server at my local diner does it, but I don't think it's a lot to ask for an adult to sound like an adult and speak with authority and clarity and or sophistication. And no, not everyone needs to sound like Walter Cronkite, but think about the most respected women in history or in today's world, and don't you dare say Kamala Harris. She is exactly the opposite of what a woman in a position of authority should speak and sound like. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus? Now, this article from science.com, and we all love to follow the science. And this article is all the way back from 2011. It says, vocal fry creeping into U.S. speech. Young women end sentences with a gravelly buzz and what could be a catching trend. The article says a curious vocal pattern has crept into the speech of young adult women who speak American English. Low, creaky vibrations, also called vocal fry. Pop singers such as Britney Spears slip vocal fry into their music as a way to reach low notes and add style. Now a new study of young women in New York State shows that the same guttural vibration, once considered a speech disorder, has become a language fad. Vocal fry, or glottalization, is a low staccato vibration during speech produced by a low fluttering of the vocal cords. The article continues, Historically, continual use of vocal fry was classified as part of a voice disorder that was believed to lead to vocal cord damage. However, in recent years, researchers have noted occasional use of the creak in speakers with normal voice quality. In the new study, Scientists at Long Island University investigated the prevalence of vocal fry in college-age women. The team recorded sentences read by 34 female speakers. Two speech-language pathologists trained to identify voice disorders evaluated the speech samples. They marked the presence or absence of vocal fry by listening to each speaker's pitch and two qualities called jitter and shimmer, variation in pitch and volume, respectively. More than two-thirds of the research subjects used vocal fry during their readings. The group is the first to verify that American women are much more likely to exhibit the behavior than men, as its yet unpublished data show that male college-age students don't use the creaky voice. The researchers also plan to test students in high schools and middle schools to learn why young women creak when they speak. It comes down to this, ladies. If you want to be respected, you can't sound like an idiot. And I would say the exact same thing to a man. Learn to speak. If you want to be even heard, let alone taken seriously, you can't sound like an idiot in life. Amateurs! Leave a review about this show wherever you listen. Get a taste of what's coming next week when you follow me on Instagram, Lou.Santini3. Truth Social, at Lou Santini. Same with YouTube. And at Facebook, it's at Lou Santini Entertainment. Or you could just go straight to my website, LouSantini.com. You'll get a few bonus teasers throughout the week and a sneak peek Thursday trailer every week. A la carte and three pro things are on the way. And this week in things that make you go, hmm, on topic number three. Next. The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text flag to 71777 or 
Visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The decline of common sense manners and social skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read the amateur mission statement. The 30 truths about amateurs. The four stages of being an amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by Amateur Nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense Manners and Social Skills. The second expanded edition, available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. Back to you, fuckers. All right, now step three. Topic number three. Hit me! It's time for This Week and Things That Make You Go Hmm. I wonder how many fundraisers there will be for the victims of the Maui fires. Or what kind of government aid President Coloring Book will send to those Americans. Oh, that's right. Amateurs would rather donate to Ukraine. $113 billion and counting to Ukraine. Maui citizens... 700 bucks, and still zero to East Palestine. I also wonder why there was literally no emergency warnings or sirens for the residents in Maui, in a city that tests those sirens monthly. I'm sure it was just an accidental tragedy, like the bombing of the AT&T building in Nashville and 9-11. Don't worry, Hawaiians got that 700 each in grants for temporary housing and home repairs and low-cost loans to cover uninsured property losses. Still think this administration looks after its own? No way in hell that's a wildfire in Maui. Wildfires don't burn at a mile a minute. And funny how the Hollywood elite's properties managed to escape untouched. Those American citizens were murdered. It's more of a conspiracy. Remember when Al Gore questioned the presidential results and tried to have them overturned and he got indicted for it? Don't want to hear it! Yeah, me neither. Remember last week when I mentioned on the Let Me Get This Straight segment that the corrupt FBI killed an overweight elderly Utah man who walks with a cane who allegedly posted online threats towards President Coloring Book, but comedian Kathy Griffin can hold up a bloody head of Trump on Twitter. Yeah, why was a Madonna also arrested, shot, and killed for saying this in front of a huge crowd? I'm angry. Yes, I am outraged. Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. What you're doing is treason. Did you know, according to mainstream media, Africa is warming faster than the rest of the world? Also, according to mainstream media, Canada is warming twice as fast as the rest of the world. Also, according to mainstream media, China is heating up faster than the global average. Also, according to mainstream media, Finland is warming faster than the rest of the world. Also, according to mainstream media, Israel is warming up almost twice as fast as the rest of the world. And according to mainstream media, temperature in Mexico is rising faster than the worldwide average. Did you know that right here in America, New England is warming up faster than the rest of the world? See a propaganda pattern? 
But don't worry. According to mainstream media, Santa's house, the North Pole, is heating up twice as fast as the rest of the Earth. And mainstream media also asks, why is Russia warming more than twice as fast as the rest of the world? Climate change experts raise concerns. And not to be left out, the South Pole, which is the crappier, lesser known of all the poles, is warming three times faster than the rest of the world, their research shows. Wait, hang on, Sweden wants in. That's right, according to mainstream media, global warming is right there with the South Pole and is happening three times as fast there. And parts of the U.S. are heating faster than the globe as a whole. Time to start considering moving to, well, hmm, I've, I've been to Portugal and it's my favorite vacation destination. I wonder if the temperature is steady there. Oh, tell us, wise mainstream media. Now, these are facts. You can't refute facts. Oh, I'm refuting. All right, let's take some nibbles off the a la carte menu. Here we go. Let's make a deal host. Wayne Brady apparently feels it's important to share how special he is and announce that he is pansexual. So in other words, bi. And in even more other words, gay. Looks like someone needs attention. Gay. You know who doesn't torment, indict, prosecute, or even worry about the competition? Someone who supposedly thinks they got 81 million votes. Oh, this just in from Lizzo's yoga pants. Kill me. Looks like Kami Megan Rapino of the U.S. Women's National Team choked her way out of $50 million from Samsung. Gotta keep your knee over the ball during penalty kicks, amateur. Did someone say girl talk? I recently noted that 80s pop legend Cyndi Lauper was on Facebook wearing a t-shirt that read, Girls just want to have fun. Demental rights! You and all the other 70-year-old girls already have fundamental rights, woman. You know, most broads your age, 70, are smart enough to know that the T is a cry to stay relevant. Funny how a woman who sang the deep and empowering song, Girls Just Wanna Have Fun, are now oppressed. Help, help, I'm being repressed! Now back to your safe space. Time now for three pro things, three things that are done right. Number one. Here's Kentucky Senator Ron Paul on one of the most vile creatures in our government, Ilhan Omar. He said this, Ilhan Omar came here and we fed her. We clothed her. She got welfare. She got schooling. She got health care. And then lo and behold, she has the honor of actually winning a seat in Congress. And she says we're a terrible country. I think that's about as ungrateful as you can get. Idiot. Number two. Here's comedian slash actor Russell Brand with his opinion on, well, I'll just play the clip and you tell me who this group of people that he's describing sounds like. When it says in the Old Testament, worship no other gods than me, the implication I offer is that we are a species that worships. And if you do not access the divine, you will worship the mundial. You will worship the profane. You will worship your own identity. You will worship your belongings. You will worship the template lane before you by a culture that wants you, no, wants you, but gets you distracted and relatively dumb. Oh, that's amateur nation to a T. And number three. Okay, this one's odd, but here is, in my opinion, the worst song of all time that you've probably never heard. It's so bad, it's good. However, 
you may have heard of the artist, Terry Jacks. For those of you old enough to remember, he had a one-hit wonder song in 1973 called Seasons in the Sun. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Okay, well, a long time ago, when I first started my radio broadcasting career, I stumbled upon the 45, remember 45s? The B-side, in other words, the non-hit side, was a song called Put the Bone In. (laughs) Yes, that's what she said. But this song, in my opinion, is so bad it's good in that this song has everything. Horrible lyrics, a sad story that has no business being made into a song, and the weak vocality of Terry Jacks whining his way through it. The story? Quite simply, (laughs) it's a man who tells his butcher to put the bone in whatever cut of meat he's getting because, well, I don't want to be a spoiler, but be ready to laugh at this pathetic excuse for a song, and I apologize if it sticks in your head. The first two lines will make you say, oh, come on. I cannot imagine the producer sitting on the other side of the glass in the recording studio thinking that this was a good idea, or the record execs hearing this on the album and going, what the hell did we do? Put the bone in, she asked him at the store, cause my doggie's been hit by a car. And I do want to bring him home something Put the bone in, she begged him once more The meat from the pork is sweet Give the bone from the pork meat me with the bone in she begged him as she paced around the floor put the bone in she yelled out once more put the bone in she asked him at the store Cause my doggie's been hit by a car And I do want to bring him home something Put the bone in, she begged him once more I can't believe I spent $1.29 downloading that for this show. By the way, remember the 90s group Soul Asylum? They had a few hits like Somebody to Shove and Misery and Runaway Train. If you want another laugh, give their version a listen. It's live, and they do plenty of laughing while they're singing it. They kind of turn it into a drunken bar sing-along. Put the bone in. In my opinion, the worst song that should never have been recorded. Again, I'm sorry if it's stuck in your head. Copy the link from whatever platform you listen on to someone who you think would like this show and leave a review. I've got a free No Amateurs tee with your name on it. Just email me something I can use, lou at lousantini.com. Get to all my social media links at my main website, lousantini.com, and my dry bar special is drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. 
Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a Big Nature production. Guns don't kill people. The government does.